0: <laughs>
1: yeah, was it cold in Kansas City when you were at the game?
0: I actually uh, did not go to the game last weekend.
1: Oh, was it the weekend before? The weekend before,
0: yeah, it wasn't bad. I'll be, I'm going to go this weekend though. So, of course, I picked the uh, the wrong game to miss. It looked like
1: that was a tight tight game but congratulations to, to your Chiefs.
0: Yeah I was I was pretty uh that that was that was the game I was worried about I think they'll win this week pretty handily so we'll we'll see what happens.
1: All right speaking of the Super Bowl uh, how are things going at Buffalo 67 tell us what's on tap uh for for your restaurant.
0: We've got a, a little bit of everything going on so we finally got through the hopefully we're getting through the end of the uh the COVID situation here. And we're starting to uh to get a little bit more done out there that I wanted to get done. They just finished the uh some of the brick that went outside. So we got some new signage getting ready to go up. It's kind of just a slow drawn out process, sure. to be honest. I one of those things where with everything going on with COVID, we've kinda of moved a little bit slow doing everything. So we're getting ready to uh actually implement some new lunch features. Um I know that they're doing some uh open-faced turkey sandwiches on Thursday during lunch, then on Fridays during lunch they're doing a smoked meatloaf special, and then we've got some uh, some new stuff on tap for, for dinner also. So we're getting things moved in the right direction, trying to find out what everybody in Monmouth wants. So that's, it's been a little bit of a learning process.
1: Has it been all over the road as far as what people are ordering off the menu?
0: Um, yeah, I mean it's here and there. We we get a lot of people who like the same stuff that we have over at the Tavern and some of the stuff that's not on the menu over here that's on the menu of the tavern, we have people asking for, and it goes the other way too. Some of the stuff that we have on the menu here, people over there start asking for. Um, And then, uh, you know, some of the stuff, you know, we've had some stuff that didn't take off like I thought it would, but we have other things that have done better than I thought they would. So it's, uh, like I said, it's, it's been a learning process. What we've learned over time is people really like steak, they want their they want their steak and potatoes. It's the Midwest people really like their comfort food.
1: Sure, especially in a cold winter.
0: Yes, yes. It uh, that that this time of year we don't sell very many salads. That's for sure. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, tell me a little bit, Chase, about, I keep reading stories this morning, as a matter of fact, on the United States uh, Department of Agriculture, they released uh, predictions of food costs uh, into 2022 and what that may look like, and that's probably been one of the challenges, despite the already challenged, the obvious with the pandemic, but your food costs.
0: Yeah, the food cost is really an issue right now, and I, I talk about this with people pretty regularly, and if you pay, you know, if you look at the economics right now, it's, Things are going to get really tough. So the food costs is food costs are rising. They blame it on COVID. They blame it on the uh, supply chain issues a lot of times. And of course, now we're in a situation. You know what? Regardless of where you where you lean politically, the facts are facts. And now they're not lying. Not going to be allowing truck drivers into the United States from Mexico and Canada if they have not uh, been vaccinated. So that's going to cause some more supply chain issues, whether it's food or or other goods. You have the issue with BNSF potentially going on strike. Now I saw a judge said Mm -hmm. yesterday legally they can't go on strike, but who knows what's gonna happen there. So we already have supply chain issues driving up food costs. So it is not a good situation for, for anybody right now. I really think this is just the beginning of the food cost and the supply chain issues that we're going to see. We're seeing a lot of it. I mean, with the, the price of chicken has doubled over, more than doubled in the last year. And that's the protein that we use the most. You're starting to see pork go up. Of course, beef has been outrageous. When we quote caterings right now, we we suggest to people they don't even use beef because beef's so expensive, um, and now you're starting to see weird little items like cream cheese. You can't hardly find cream cheese right now, and of course we make a spinach and artichoke dip that has cream cheese in it. So now you have to determine: okay, do I want to raise the price on this, or do I just want to take it off the menu? So. There, there's quite a few items like that, and then, like I said, there's so many little things. Our Southwest chicken egg rolls, which are our most popular appetizer, we haven't been able to get those for six months. Um, and then when we can get them, again, they're outrageous. Chicken wings have finally come back down in price a little bit, but we're at the point right now where when we sell wings on our menu... Um, we're not really making much money off of them. I see, actually, this is funny. I see a lot of restaurants now are pricing wings. Like you do lobster. When you go in, it says market price. Gotcha. I, you, would you ever thought you would have seen that with chicken wings? Of no,
1: all you take them for granted. <laughs> yeah, It's a super bowl or, a you know, a, a yeah. sports related yep. type item that you think of
0: mm-hmm. market price wings. So So yeah, so the, so food costs are going through the roof, and I know everybody that's listening when you go to the grocery store and you think about when you used to take a hundred bucks into the grocery store, what you'd get for it. Now you walk out with two and a half bags of food if you're lucky. So we, we deal with that on the, uh, on, on the, the wholesale side also purchasing from our wholesalers. And of course they're getting pinched because they're in the middle. So it's, uh, I I don't know how it's going to end, but I know that it's not going to be pretty this year.
1: Yeah, and we're hearing many, many restaurants uh, discussing this across the nation. And you see it when they post, uh, you know, prices are going to go up in 2022. You saw that from local restaurants here Mm -hmm. in our area.
0: Now, luckily, um, I pay quite a bit of attention to economics, and I I try to get ahead of the curve on this stuff a little bit. Luckily for us, when I priced this menu out up here, we had people tell us that our menu was a little too expensive on occasion. This is why, is Mm -hmm. because we knew that this was coming. So for us, luckily, we don't have to change our menu pricing. We're set already. Um, My other restaurants, about six months ago, we did the same Mm -hmm. thing. We went in and we adjusted our pricing about six months ago. And uh, my staff was a little frustrated, but I told them why we were doing it. And now I'm starting to see from other restaurants, and I talk to my food distributors, and everybody else is having to go in, and they're all having to raise their prices. Unfortunately, is it gets passed on to the consumer. And if you want to go out for dinner now, you're you're going to see those prices go up. If you don't want to go out for dinner now, um, which there's going to be people that, that don't want to because it's going to be too expensive, you're going to go to the grocery store and it's, you know, the same thing is going to happen there. So it's it's really not good for, for any of us. You know, this, I was just listening last night and they said, that, you know, the government's reporting we have six or 7% inflation, but they said that if you look at the true numbers, it's actually close to 12 or 13% right now. So, and that's, I think that's just going to continue for a while. Okay.
1: And a reminder for those that may not know, Chase is also the owner of the Buffalo 61 mm-hmm. in uh, or excuse yeah the Buffalo Tavern uh, as well in Burlington yep and Buffalo 61 in Fort Madison yep and Fort catering Company as well
0: yes yep and we are uh, right in the thick of wedding season right now even though it's negative one degrees outside I've learned a few things about wedding season this year everybody's getting married in the fall. Okay. So we uh, we went to um, the vault up in Gelsberg the other day. Uh, they, uh, they're they opening up that new location. The Reserve Artists and Ales up there in the vault. And they have a really nice new wedding facility up there. And they had their the Knox County Wedding Expo. So we did that. Um, we've booked quite a few weddings out of that. And it seemed like everybody we talked to is getting married this year. Late August, yeah. September, and October. So now that's on the... Uh, uh that's that's over here on the illinois side we have the wedding show for southeast iowa this sunday at pizzazz over there so we we have fun with that we make up about 800 orders for everybody to try when they come through but we're we're booking up pretty fast for the wedding so if uh, if you're looking for weddings family reunions or anything like that people can get a hold of us and we still have quite a few Openings, But the good thing is, is since we started Fort Catering, we've developed a really good reputation for ourselves. So for us, we get booked up really fast.
1: Good. And Fort Catering Company, how does someone get a hold of someone at your company?
0: Um, they can call or text me at 319-759-5654. Or they can uh, email me. It's catering at corpctg.com they can also just go to our web page which is which is forkcorp.com we have a whole menu there um as far as pricing we don't list pricing on there because the pricing just fluctuates right. so much back and forth right now and we're at, we're actually booking into 2023 already too so with some of those we have to with some of those weddings we actually have to notate on there that the price is subject to change based on the the price of proteins and food cost at that time.
1: Okay. All right. What else is uh, going well here at the Buffalo 67?
0: Well, we're looking to do an all-you-can-eat fried chicken one night a week. Um, that's We're trying to get that recipe dialed in. So that is on the horizon. I would say that's probably less than a month out. We are also um, – we've been doing whole catfish on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. That's a hit. Um, it's funny how you can't find whole catfish anywhere, and the amount of phone calls that we get at all the restaurants, people looking for whole catfish, really surprises me. Yeah. So, so we're doing uh so we're doing that on Thursdays, and then we are going to be uh, doing brunch starting um, hopefully Super Bowl Sunday weekend. Uh, don't hold me to it, but that's what we're shooting for. I'm actually doing the tasting. My uh, head chef that. Uh, uh, works next to me basically nick is doing a tasting for me of all the brunch items that he has put together uh this saturday i should read some of them off to you because they sound really good but yeah. um what, what are they um because i'm hungry it's me, 8:55. let me let me pull it up it's in my email here so i saw the pictures yesterday and he uh he had me hungry and i to be honest i don't eat breakfast i go to the gym in the morning so uh-huh. I, don't, I don't like having a full stomach when i go to the gym um, so what we did is we're looking at a made, to, a made to order brunch. So it is not a buffet. Um, we are looking at doing all you can drink, uh, mimosas and Bloody Marys with it though. Um, some of the items that he has is a, uh, we're doing a, a, a prime rib hash. Of course, traditional homemade biscuits and gravy, your traditional Denver omelet. Um, our horseshoes are always popular. So we're actually making a breakfast horseshoe, which is b- uh, uh, basically an open-faced uh, uh, biscuit topped with hash browns, ham, bacon, cheddar, jack cheese, gravy, peppers, onions. Uh, we've got an open-faced veggie toast. It's kind of a – it's it's his twist on avocado toast. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a Tex-Mex chicken and waffles that we're putting together. It's um, I'm not going to go too far into it, but I will just tell you – that the uh, waffles that we make are a green chili cornbread. Um, bananas Foster waffles. We'll be doing that. And then he has a pimento cheese Benedict, which is a oh. uh, an egg Benedict with a pimento cheese sauce over the top of it. And then we have a nacho omelet. And We also have... Uh, uh, he has like a stuffed French toast that he does also. So it's simple. I told him to keep the menu at 10 items. I didn't want anything too crazy. We wanted to keep it simple, but... Go, go more for quality on it. So I believe we're gonna start that the Saturday of Super Bowl weekend, um, and brunch will run from, will be available from 10 to 2 on Saturdays and Sundays both. Okay. Is what we're looking at doing. So like I said, that's all kind of, right now, it kind of depends on us being able to get food in and all that stuff, but that is our our plan right now.
1: Do you need any help with the tasting?
0: <laughs> i'll let you know on that um i i will let you know i uh, uh i'm pretty excited to try everything so i'm sure that i'm pretty good about trying to get pictures of everything and put the little sneak peek pictures up when i try stuff so i'll have all that stuff out there saturday
1: okay terrific all right anything else you want people to know about your companies and your restaurant here Mammoth?
0: um you know i i i think that we've covered quite a bit of it you know we're this time of year, unfortunately, it's cold out and we're all just ready to get through this and have have the weather pick up. One thing I really want to do this year is look at, uh, I spoke with the city last year about the potential of adding outdoor dining out there. So that's one of the things that is is on the horizon too is putting a small patio out there um on the east side of the parking lot so we've got kind of a game plan for that if we can get through this weather and kind of see things turn around with the whole covid situation so we're you know we we got a lot of things to do and we're we're excited to move forward with them
1: well, I wish you a very very good uh 2022. You and all of of the restaurants and all the challenges. One of the hardest hit industries through this COVID pandemic, not just from the food costs, but from employee staffing. You, you know, you don't know if you're going to have a staff one day to the next mm-hmm. depending on who gets COVID or who's exposed.
0: Yeah, we uh, you know, we really dealt with that through uh through the holidays. It was a struggle. Um we you know if somebody was exposed to if somebody was exposed to somebody who was exposed you know what what do you do where do you go now finally we kind of got through it but we had covid and bronchitis and a stomach bug all happening at the same time and luckily we have some employees who they want to make a lot of money and they don't mind bouncing between all three restaurants to to help out and they did a wonderful job but yeah i have a I tell you what I I have never shut down for a week before but at one point I thought not because of the not because of covid or I guess or anything that was actually going on but we really thought maybe we just need to close for a week just so everybody can kind of just get their get get their wits back to them you know so So uh, luckily, we made it through, and I think we're we're kind of in the clear here.
1: Okay, good. Stay healthy. Best of luck on a great 2022. Thank you. That is Chase Gibb with us, owner-proprietor of Buffalo 67 here in Monmouth, Buffalo 61 in Fort Madison, Fort Catering Company, and the Buffalo Tavern in Burlington. It's 9 a.m. Let's join ABC News. Already in progress.